Welcome to the Salty Journals podcast. Salty Journals is a podcast for anyone who loves having time in, on, or under the water. Please don't forget to subscribe and share the show if you enjoy it. So let's get into this. Welcome to this special episode of the Salty Journals podcast. Previously, our guests have mentioned the importance of doing a free diving course, whether or not it's for surf survival or just for being comfortable and confident in the water. I myself have done a number of courses, but had the pleasure of doing a course, my first one with Mr. Yoram Zekri. I think when you're choosing a freediving instructor, you want somebody who's been freediving for a long time. Yoram himself has been teaching for about 20 plus years, but has been freediving for over 30. He has been a previous vice world champion and also the French national champion for freediving. He's got a phenomenal breath hold in static and uh, obviously with being a champion has hit some crazy crazy depths um, one form of freediving that he has done is no limits freediving which is uh, a sled we talk about that a bit today in the podcast and that was 141 meters which is just insanely deep so join me as we talk to Yoram about his knowledge of freediving his lessons that he runs and how you can go and get involved in some of that if you listen up to the end of the show there is also a special offer for guests to join your am for some of his training camps in bali so we start the show by asking your how he got into free diving and what attracted him to the water yeah, so basically, I've always been in the water from my young kid. You know, I started with uh, swimming when I was eight years old. And then at uh, 12 years old, um, I started my first uh, scuba diving license. So I did a course already for scuba diving when I was 12. Uh, and then at 13 years old, I uh, watched the movie The Big Blue. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, it's a French movie about free diving. And uh, at this time, I was like only 13 and I, uh, I was thinking, oh, wow, that's amazing. I really want to do that. It's like all the, you know, the, the ambience in the movie with the sensation, with the music as well in the movie, like um, just make me feel, fall in love with freediving like that. Of the idea of freediving because I didn't know much about it as well if I was already always in the water. Mm. And then I started freediving like that, basically. This is a big blue movie who make me know about freediving. And I just trained a bit by my side uh, as a kid. A lot of kids at this time was doing the same. So I started holding my breath, lying on the bed or in my bath tube, mm -hmm. you know, like plenty of kids at this time. Not super safe things as well sometimes because we didn't know about safety. We didn't know about anything. And I started like that freediving as a kid, as a teenager. And then I progressed. And, uh, Starting, so it was in 1988, something like that. So really long time ago. So no one was really freediving at this time. And then a bit later, uh, I start to meet so the people who was doing freediving as well. And slowly, slowly, I built my competitive career as well in freediving. Mm, yeah. like 
started all all like that. Yeah, no, quite quite a quite a young age as well, even to to get you know tanks on for for scuba. I guess your parents must have been yeah. um, supportive to to get you out there. Yeah, yeah, my 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 father he was a spur fisher, just like a basic level, you know. Mm. And uh, we had a boat as well when I was a kid, and we were living close to the sea, so I had the chance to to spend my time in the sea or in the boat, uh, sometimes during summertime, of course. And um, yeah, really early I started swimming, mm. so I was uh, competitive swimming as a kid, and uh, so you know it was kind of kind of natural things for me to evolve after that in scuba and freediving and yeah and yeah freediving become life then yeah i think probably probably a good thing for us to to come back to on the swimming side obviously a big aspect for for freediving um particularly competitively um what's your what's your most favorite um discipline in freediving if you had to had to pick one my disciplines favorite discipline so of course there was some disciplines that i am um, I was um, better or that I trained more. But you know, I, I think you, you start to like the discipline you train. So um, uh, for me, my favorite discipline was no limits. This is the one I prefer, I think. Uh, and this is the one I, I, when I was younger, I was training a lot. And uh, because no limit is all about feelings. It's not very physical. You don't have to be super fit in sport, for example, just about uh, a trip about a, um, a journey to the abyss, you know, mm. and uh, you have all this good sensation, all these feelings. And this is the discipline of the big blue as well as the movie. So it was really my childhood dream to just train in no limits and go as deep as I can. And uh, so I think it was my favorite discipline, uh, no limits. Yeah. And then, you know, for example, um, I was thinking later, like uh, quite recently in the last few years, like, oh, I don't like. Um, no fins. I don't like too much no fins because I feel like I push too much on my lungs and on my arms, so I don't feel comfortable. And then I start to, to train no fins, and then it become, uh, for the last few years, my favorite disciplines as well. So, of course, I always uh, put no limits in the sides as uh, my love discipline and uh, my favorite discipline. But then when I started to train few other disciplines, I start to be good as well. And more you train, more you feel comfortable and more you like it. Mm. But yeah, no limits has always been my favorite discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And, and just to, just to recap for some people who might not know, no limits and, and the differences there. Um, if we jump back one step, um, how would you explain no limits as a, as a freediving um, discipline? So no limit is the deepest discipline. Mm. Basically you go down with the weight. So usually it's like a, we call that a sled. Uh, so usually now in the modern time, we go with the head up because it's more easy to equalize. So you go down without any effort, just with some weight attached to the, you hold like a weight and pew, you go down along a rope um, with some weight. And then when you touch down, when you are at the bottom, you have like a balloon you can inflate. So there is like a scuba tank with a, a tube going in the balloon and you just inflate the balloon and you go up as well without effort with the balloon, lift with the balloon like that to the surface. So basically, this is the deepest discipline because you don't have any effort to do. It's just about relaxation, just accepting the pressure on your chest and just about equalization. And then you just relax. So it's a bit like uh, you stay completely static, but you still have, of course, a journey of going to the abyss and then come back. So this is what is no limit. Mm. The deepest discipline uh, without any effort, basically. Yeah. 
No, fantastic. I'm, I'm, I can't say that would be my, my most favorite, but I haven't, I haven't trained it yet. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, and for your, uh, I suppose, speaking about the, the training side and, and how you train, um, obviously we're talking to you while you're in a hotel room in um, lockdown at the moment for, for um, quarantine as you travel back to Australia. Um, how are you training, particularly in the hotel yeah. room, but how would you normally train as well um, would be the next two questions. So now in the room, I just do like a kind of body weight exercise. So kind of usually I like to train dry, actually. I think now for freediving, it's really important to, to, to be fit as well. So more and more competitive freedivers do kind of crossfit, for example, when you train the ability to your muscles to work uh, with a good efficiency without using too much oxygen. So I think the crossfit training um, it's one of the best you can do for freediving. So this is as well what I do as well um, when I'm in the, in the room right now, locked for 14 days. I just do kind of high-intensity interval training with my body weight uh, just to stay fit and to build my muscles uh, in a good way that I want. Mm. Uh, now I don't do too much competitive freediving. I'm not too much in this side now. Um, I just work now a lot to develop my school in Bali and to work on the educational side of freediving. But of course, I still want to be fit and still to train for my own pleasure as well. And uh, so I want to stay fit and train dry like that. So this is one part of the training, the dry part, like CrossFit, to be fit. Then I love swimming still, so I do a lot of swimming. You have a chance in Berlin, I was cool to have a big 25 swimming pool. So I do a lot of swimming as well. And uh, that is also the side part. And as well, for some stretching for the flexibility of the ribcage and the uh, flexibility of your lungs uh, to avoid any problem or any, yeah, any injuries for your lungs and to work on the equalization. All this flexibility from your chest is very important. And then after you have all the deep training that you can do in the sea. Mm. So yeah, that's after more specific, depending on which discipline you want to train. Mm. Yeah. And when, when you're heading out um, yeah, on your, your weekly basis in, in Bali, for example, um, yeah. What, what what gets you into the the water? I mean, are you are you motivated by um, just just being there? Are you motivated by by being able to teach students? I mean, what's what what is it that kind of gets you up and out and into the water? Yeah, so me, I love to be in the water anyway, you know, for any reason. Mm -hmm. So, of course, when I go for myself, always with a buddy, of course, I go to train with um, uh, our instructors. For example, we have a pool of instructors in Ocean Pana. So when we have time, we go to train together. Uh, so like that, we can look on each other. It's very important. Never free diving, uh, never free dive alone. So then it's more for ourselves. So, of course, I love the relaxation that bring me free diving, the sensation the sensation to fly underwater, to, to melt in the water like a piece of sugar. You, you really feel like you are part of the water and part of the ocean when you free dive. This is, I think, the, the biggest feeling that you have when you free dive. It's not about really to reach performance or, or things like that. If it's happen, it's a good thing too, of course. But before that, we have to look really for relaxation and enjoying the moments to be underwater and to be part of the ocean. And when you feel really in harmony and uh, really in the same vibe like the, with the water then the performance will come and uh, you will perform and that's not the most important the most important is to feel really good in the water so that's why i like to go in the water uh, when it's for me with my group of instructors when we go to train 
But then when I teach, of course, now, um, I love as well to share, of course, my knowledge uh, that, and my experience. Now I freedive for like a bit more than 30 years. And uh, I am an instructor for like uh, more than 20 years as well. So, of course, I like to share all this experience with my students. And it's really good for me to, when I coach people or when I teach to people, to see them evolving and train and progress and enjoy uh in the water as much as i do as well for myself so that's the, the things the things who drive me to to be in the water and to still want to teach people and uh and all these kind of mm. things yeah, yeah. So that's a really good moment yeah i think i think you've obviously had an influence on my um my mindset or maybe 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 it's um maybe there's a true um requirement for for when you're free diving to just just be feeling relaxed and, and feeling at ease and feeling at home um it certainly produces better dives for me is there people teaching it in other techniques i mean is there people obviously hyperventilation is 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 kind of renowned as a as a no-no a big no-no but is there is there other people who have a alternative techniques in in the industry in teachers for freediving oh you know now uh, because now more and more people free dive and people compete so now we have few yeah, a few years now to, to, to see what is works or what's not working. You know, hyperventilation, for example, uh, 40 years ago or 30 years ago, still my father always told me, okay, do big hyperventilation because like that you will you'll pack more oxygen to try to do as lap as you can in the pool. All right, so I was doing that because we were thinking we, we, we take more oxygen. And um, still in the early 90s, People as well who starting to free dive was were doing a lot of hyperventilation, for example. Uh, but now we know that first it's not efficient at all because you will not pack more oxygen, and second it's very dangerous because you will delay your urge to breathe and you will black out underwater without any sign. So we know it's very dangerous and not efficient. It's counterproductive because basically as well with this other effect you will you will black out before. So. Now learning that, and with the science, we know that some techniques doesn't work, and uh, and um, so it's definitely not something to do for hyperventilation, for example. Some of the things is really interesting to do, like the recovery breathing when you exit from the water. So that's something that now we know it works very well as well for recover when your oxygen is low when you exit from the water. So now there is all these basics that we learn during the course as well, um, and that all these techniques. Uh, come uh, with experience with some free diver experiment uh, you know as well we i think there is many other things to discover in free diving we don't know much about it yet about all these physiological effects in our body we, we start to know a bit more definitely more than 20 years ago but there is still a lot a lot to discover about the psychological effect physiological effect so every time we learn then there is new protocols for technique and i think it's very nice like that too to adapt our training and to adapt our freediving session with these new techniques uh, when we try and learn. So that's really exciting things to do. So of course, there is new techniques and uh, new discoveries that we do and then we apply when we freedive ourselves. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And what's, what's on the um, horizon for, for the school? Have you got some courses coming up? And um, yeah, is there, is there some plans for courses later on in the year as, as we sort of ease these restrictions? Yeah, of course. So now, you know, with this coronavirus uh, story, um, we are basically closed from the last um, two months and a half now. Mm. Uh, 
uh, because everything has to close. And um, but now slowly start to to open again slowly. So we opened the cafe first and the hotel. We was keep going with um, uh, training in the swimming pool because we were not allowed to go in the sea. So it was a bit complicated. So uh, basically, just before to come on in Australia, I was four months there. So it was a good moment for us just to train between instructors because we were just close. But actually, as well as us, we, was, we were not able to go in the open water. So we were just doing pool training, gym. So it was, was good, but of course, not really for the business perspective to open and to, and to share with other people. So now we start to open again. A little bit from today, actually, I started to communicate a bit that the hotel is open, that now we have access to the open water as well. But the, the borders in Bali are still closed. So there is zero tourists who can come in Bali. So I guess it will be very quiet for the next few months until the borders open again and the tourists uh, come again. So we have now a lot of Koreans, people coming. We have a special Korean instructor teaching in our school. Um, and as well, of course, we teach in French, in English. So we have a lot of different people coming. So I hope in the next few months when everything will be back to the normal, then we can have uh, more activities. But for now, we prefer to wait. Okay, now when the borders will open and when it will come back to normal, then we can make plans. I have actually really nice plans for next year to do uh, some really good events about freediving. But I hope, and I wait a little bit that everything open to talk about it a bit more. Mm, yeah, yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah, we're looking forward to hearing more about that. Um, just on the on the the Koreans um, side of things, it, what what's the the reason for that? Is it because of you know Bali's proximity to Korea, or is there kind of a lot of people in Korea now who are, who are discovering freediving? Um, you know, why do you think it's a sort of key key market for you? So yeah, so actually, not only in Korea but as well in China, of mm-hmm. course, the freediving explodes there. It's like it's become crazy. Uh, there is obviously a lot of people in China and as well in Korea. And um, yes, people start to love freediving there and they want to discover freediving. So they are not much in the competitive way of freediving, but most of our students who come for, to try freediving in our schools is because more of uh, they want to take nice underwater pictures, for example, uh, and more like the, the, the side of the discovery freediving to be able to swim underwater and take nice underwater pictures. That's basically what they want. Uh, uh, most of the Korean or Chinese students who come in our school. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I, I, I don't think um, anyone could argue with it being a, 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 a nothing but a good thing. Obviously. I mean, if, if people are in the ocean, they're respecting the ocean. Uh, I think there's probably a lot of lessons they'll, they'll learn. That'll be, they'll be positive all around. I think it's um, yeah, a good, good thing to happen. Definitely. Of course, uh, yeah. When we teach them, we teach as well, of course, to be comfortable in the water for taking pictures and to have fun underwater. But as well, we teach all the those side to respect the sea, to respect the environment, and what is to be in the water with other animals. And um, so, I think it's important for them to take conscious, of course, of uh, where they are and to respect mm. the ocean. Yeah, very important. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think um, any time spent on or in the water just just means you end up having an appreciation for at least um, maybe how insignificant you can be if uh, a small shark or even a large one comes past. You suddenly realize that maybe you're not not the big deal out there. It's maybe maybe just my personal opinion, but um, but yeah, it certainly feels like uh, you, you get a, a respect and awe 
um, for the ocean and, and respect for it by spending time in it. Yeah, to respect that, of course, but as well in Bali, we see that every day. So the big problem is, for example, all the plastic you can find in the water, you know. Uh, so that people really need to, to take conscious that it's, it can't go more with that, you know, like it's enough plastic, enough pollution. So I think when people, they approach by using free diving as a tool to discover what there is underwater and how they can share this space with fish and with other animals and how this element underwater is so nice, uh, then they will understand more, all right, I don't want to drop garbage in the water anymore and or using plastic or we will finish in the belly of fish and kill fish or turtles, right? Mm. So because um yeah they feel like all right i really enjoy to take nice underwater pictures like that so now i want to respect this this place a bit more because now i know how is it because you know if people don't go in the water to see what's happening in the water for them all right right just water nothing happened here i drop my garbage i use plastic bags and uh but when you actually experiment how is it underwater how the good sensation it gives to you and how you can see nice things in the water, or where you can see garbage and plastic bags, you think, all right, that's not the best things. So then maybe you will take one shoes and change a bit your lifestyle as well for that. Mm. That's yeah. the message as well I want to give to my students or everybody who experiments uh, to be underwater. Mm. Yeah, no, great, great. Now we've got um, a couple of friends who are helping with, um, with, with the podcast and reaching out to people. And um, there's a, a, a group of scientists that, um, University of Western Australia, actually, who are, who are doing a whole heap of really interesting stuff with with plastics, um, all the way from from right. you know trying to remove them in the ocean through to um, trying to find substitute products from from things like seaweed. So so hopefully there'll be some more to come on the podcast for that. But I'm oh, really awesome. enjoying uh, yeah exploring exploring those avenues as well um, through through this uh, through this series. Um, and then I guess I mean obviously um, you know free diving is is a is a big part of your life. What are you, what are you doing um, when you're not um, you know free diving or dreaming of free diving or thinking about free diving? What, what's uh, what else is on your your calendar on your plate? Uh, so yeah, my priority of of course with my free diving um, it's my son because mm. that's why I come to Australia. You know. Uh, because I have a little boy here in Perth, so that's why I travel from Bali to Perth. <clears throat> and when I am here, basically, of course, I don't free dive, I just take care of him. Mm, okay. It's a special need kids as well, so it's a lot of work to, to take care of him. He's a really happy boy, but it's really challenging sometimes to be with him because you have some health problems as well. Um, so I love to spend time with him. So, when, when, so usually I work two months in Bali and I spend one month and a half uh, with him in purse. Mm, okay. uh, so yeah. when I'm here, I just take care of him, spend time with him. And of course, I still manage, of course, the Ocean Prana business part of side in the side through online, through with my computer. But basically, this is how I share my life, like mm. um, working, Ocean Prana. So I don't, only, of course, when I am in Bali, I, I don't only free dive and, and teach. There is all the, the business development part that I want to do and to improve. And uh, of course, so now it's a big resort and we started with nothing and you, from the beginning. So it was a lot of work to develop the, the hospitality, the restaurant, bungalows, more freediving, yoga and all this kind of things. So now we have nice bungalows and everything. So it took a lot of work to do that. 
and I want to develop more as well with new projects. So it's a, it's a big part now to do, and I love it actually. I learned a lot as well how to develop and how to, to build uh, bungalows, how to develop business, how to do all this kind of management. I love it actually. It's really, really interesting. And, um, and, and my soul. Yeah, this is, mm. I think, the, the most, how I, I share my life right now. Uh, the last few years already now, the last four or five years, this is how I share my life. Mm. um for now yeah yeah and um i think i think uh in my opinion the the mindset that you have for free diving obviously is is permeates through um you know the rest of rest of your life as well in in terms of um obviously the excitement to learn um new things but also i, I get the impression that um you're probably a much calmer person than I am most of the time. So it's, um, you know, it's a good, it's a good aspect of, uh, of, of your personality, but also I think your training. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, of course it can be stressful. Of course. So yeah. of course, like free diving is a nice tools to, to work on the stress management, but sometimes I am very excited as well. I have many ideas in my head and uh, so it makes me feel a bit nervous or stressed. Of course, sometimes, uh, you know, free divers, when we have the image of free diver is someone who do yoga all day, meditate, uh, me, I'm not at all like that, actually. I'm a bit opposite. Of course, when I need to switch my state of mind in underwater mode, I can do it because I learn how to do it and I train how to do it. But for the rest of my life, I am, I'm not like, a, you know, very like a yogi kind of people. Uh, I like to develop things, to do things. I'm excited with a lot of things. So I'm not super relaxed, actually. Um, when I have to, I can, when I free dive. But on, otherwise, in the rest of my life, uh, of course, I need to find moments to relax a bit more because I can be stressed as everybody. Mm. So, you know, there is a bit less now, but when I started freediving, uh, there was like kind of uh, people coming, oh, yeah, I am a freediver and it's like a gift from God and uh, I am a yogi, I can levitate when I meditate, you know, these kind of things. Crazy. Yeah, I'm really against that. You know, freediving is for everybody. You can train, you can learn. It's not a special gift. You don't have to be an extra yogi who meditate and levitate above the floor, you know. So that's not this kind of things, freediving. Freediving is for everybody. You can train, you can improve. So you don't have to be a super calm people. And actually, most of the good level freedivers I know, they are not quiet, not calm, not relaxed. They know how to do it when they need to do it. But they're actually, most of the time, anxious people who find in freediving the good tool to analyze their energy uh, in something so mm. basically yeah it's not so it's not the other yeah the thing is all about the experience you can share mm. with students you know and it's true like uh, teaching freediving for like 23 years and all this experience in competition that i had before i think when you look for freediving course you have to share what can share with you your instructor what can make you rich with uh, what you will learn you know that's the best things you can do so if people want to take a course, they need always to check about the experience and can share the instructors with their students. This is the best thing because, you know, freediving theory, you can read in a book. If it's just about what is in the book about the theory, anybody can do that. You don't even need an instructor. But all those extra things that will give your instructor uh, to you will be the most important things. And when I built Ocean Prana, this is always what I wanted to do. As well, if it's not me who teach directly sometimes, because now we have uh, four or five instructors, um, when it's high season, a bit less when it's low season, I always make sure that I share with my instructor and I coach them uh, everything I know already to 
for them then to share with our students. So when you come as well to Champana, you sure you you get like 30 years of experience as well through my other instructors. And that's it's really important in free diving to to progress safe is to share the, and to take a bit from the your instructor all this experience. You will progress much uh, much more and you will have much more good tips than really like if you don't have any experience to share. So that's the main thing as well for me. Teaching free diving is to share experiences. All right, so if you're thinking about getting into the ocean and you want to learn from somebody who's able to share some really high-quality experience of freediving, get some instruction from one of the best, then head over to Yoram's website, oceanprana, that's P-R-A-N-A.com. There is a special on there at the moment for ADA 2, the entry-level freediving course. You can go and stay at the hotel with them. It's 250 US dollars to get the course done, which gives two nights complimentary accommodation and all lunches, certification fees and equipment. It's actually a really good deal for a freediving course. I know I paid a lot more in the past. Um, but to add a little bit more sugar to that, there is an extra 10% off for Salty Journals listeners. If you quote Salty Journals podcast, as you book your course, you do get the 10% discount. There's going to be another special for July and August via his website, which means that people will be able to buy now and then use later. Obviously, there's a lot of changes with travel plans at the moment. So you can lock in the course, get going, get talking to your arm, commit to doing the training, and then lock in the dates at a later point. So yeah, head over to the website oceanprana.com and book your course and quote Salty Journals for an extra 10% off. Music of today's show is by the artist Fella. It's called Oceans. Go check it out. Links to Ocean Prana, Fella's music and some of the content we discussed today in the show notes. <laughs>